welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. We are on episode 20. I am your host, Serial Sensei, here with my co-host, Antaku. What's going on, man? Hey, ma'am. How you doing? Life is... Life is okay. Actually, you know what? It's, it's pretty good. I, I can't complain. Um, one more work day, and then I get the day off. Samurai Jack has been treating me good. These fights, well, some of them treated me good. Some other ones I didn't care too much for, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll that's get how it. goes, man. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's why they give us 13 fights in seven <laughs> hours a weekend. Good. That'd be something you like. Real quick before we start these fights. Cause I want to re- just do this while it's on my mind. I never really paid attention to what's the dude's name? Grisham is that the new announcer? Uh, Ty Grisham. Yeah. How how are we feeling about him? He was not bad. I don't know if he, I like he, him. He, he, he was not bad. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready to say he was like great, but he was not offensive. Like like one um what's the dude's name? Sean Verde Grande. Mm. Over at Bellator, who offends me every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Grisham. Like he, in the in all of the other like cards, he doesn't he didn't bother me. But for some reason in this one, I don't know. He he had little moments where like he irked me a little bit. He he's not like Anik. I I I, I hate Anik. No, <laughs> he's like, and he's probably a great guy. It's funny. My uh, I don't even know if I told you this, but uh. My friend, <laughs> yeah, he he dissed Anik on Twitter about his commentary, and Anik just replied, but I'm a great guy, though. I was like, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. You know, he, he's probably a good, good person, but I don't enjoy his commentary. And Grisham, I don't, I don't. Like, there are very few people who can do this this type of job successfully. That's true. And I mean, he has only been—he hasn't announced that many events yet. So I mean, he's—he's he's a glory guy. Yeah, and he's not—he's not bad. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm trashing him. This yeah, um. like I think like, being competent as a as a commentator is a very rare skill. Not everybody can be like Jim Ross. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I, I try not to be too hard on him. Just. I don't know. Maybe, maybe over time he won't bug me, but like, he he has he doesn't have his mannerisms, but he has like his tone. He has like Goldie's tone. Yeah, he he reminds it, me it like it feels like he pays attention to what's happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's trying to be. He's not. He's not trying to be like insightful, but he's trying to be our um our avatar to ask um, Brian Stan questions. Right. He's like the surface level commentary. Like he knows what's going on, but. You know, he, he is cognizant of what is happening, and he is trying his he is trying to deliver the fight to us in a way where we are 
where Brian Stan can really shine. Right. As our guy. Right. I, I, I respect. I can. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. I guess I just I gotta warm up to him a little bit. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. He's not out here asking if uh, you know Open St. Pru is the new Anderson Silva. <laughs> Is Cub Swanson the Michael Jordan of like <laughs> uh, uh, fighters? Yeah, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't hit that that point. But uh, I guess we'll start with this card. Um, once again, to my dismay, six fights on the main card. You know, I, it I wouldn't thought... be so bad if they started a freaking hour early. Yeah, yeah. This, I think the last fight ended. It was sometime after midnight. I'm I'm pretty sure because I I know I I was up for a while. Oh, it was probably closer to one o'clock. Yeah, it was it was pretty late. So yeah, man, y'all y'all got to get on the ball. Start an hour early or do do something, man. Add never, another yeah, fight to the fight pass prelims. <laughs> yeah, but anywho, uh, none nonetheless, it, it was a it was a decent night. Some some fun moments, some not so fun moments. But we'll uh run this from the top. Uh, the main event that uh, we've all been waiting for, <laughs> Cub Swanson and Autumn Lobov finally, you know, for for better or worse, uh, this fight pretty much went. Actually, you know what? I can't say this fight went the way I thought because I thought Cub would have finished him. But I was hoping Cub would yeah, finish him. I wanted this to end in like the first round, uh, partially because I was just terribly tired and I wanted to see a knockout. But I, I guess props to Lobov though he the first round he 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 kept it semi competitive I thought he didn't get blown out like I kind of envisioned he would. Two you judges know. had them winning. I, I don't know if I'll go that far, but <laughs> yeah. he 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 was in the fight. I'll I'll say like he he wasn't getting destroyed. He he did enough to make it a competitive fight in the first round, but. The longer was, this fight went on, you just kind of saw the gap in speed and experience and athletic skill. ability, skill, creativity. Just yeah, yeah. There was he. Cub is Cub, man. Cub just goes in and he just has fun. <laughs> he just, yeah, he he has fun, and it's 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 a beauty to watch him. Just it almost seems like he just creates strikes on the fly, and they work. But yeah, man, he he was awesome. Just constantly moving around. He he did get tagged a, a few times. Not anything significant, but he ate a few licks. But for every lick that he ate, he returned two or three more. And then eventually, by like the third and fourth round, he was in completely just he was on another planet. Like <laughs> that by the third round, that fight went the way I thought it would have went from the beginning, where he for better, you know. Terminati, he was kind of tooling Lobov at at that point. Yeah, like this for all the shit we give Lobov, the man has fought God, like what twenty five times, something like that, like twenty seven times, twenty eight times. He's been and he's only been fighting since uh two thousand ten. So he's seven year veteran. He's fought like a, a 20, 30 times. And he's fought a lot of really good talent. Like a Alex Enlund, good fighter. 
Andre Winner, good fighter. Uh, uh, Fisher, good fighter. Uh, like, he's he's not out here losing to you know scrubs right. for the most part. Like there are some fights on here where he's just getting subbed in like you know late in fights to guys who probably are going nowhere in their career. But point being, he he's experienced and he's tough as shit because I think he's only been stopped once in his whole career. Yeah. He's only been stopped on strikes once. And we knew Cub Swanson wasn't going to come out here and like try to take him down and submit him because that's not what Cub does. If he's going to submit you, he's going to hurt you first and then like climb your back or whatever. Right. But uh, it goes to show how much experience really pays off in there because he he was countering. Like he wasn't doing a bad job of it. Like every time Cub would throw the right hand, the lead right hand, he had that left hook, you know, cocked and ready to go. And he he ended up missing or like just grazing because he's not very fast and he punches like um you know like he's throwing a cinder block or something <laughs> like all stiff. I noticed too he has a really like upright stance like his chin doesn't oh, really yeah, no, move. Everything like, yeah. about him is stiff. Yeah, and like especially he, towards the later round, Cub just started tagging him repeatedly, and it's like his. There's no head movement at all. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're tough and you can hit kind of hard and, uh, I don't know, and you have so much experience, like, countering, because that's where, that's where most of his game was successful, was just countering. And he wasn't, even then he wasn't anything clean, but, like, that's something you pick up after fighting, you know, for how, taking however many fights. Like, that's not something that's natural. Like that's why guys are in their career are always uh, better when they come forward. Because learning the counter punch takes a very long time, and the fact that uh, Artem trains with you know uh, Conor McGregor and Gunnar Nelson and all these guys who are probably like a million times more athletic than he is. Right. I, I imagine he's he's used to being the slower guy, and they're trying to. Uh, I don't know, get revenge when he gets hit. Add 30 plus fights of experience, and this is the type of fighter you get against Cub Swanson. Right. Who's probably lost, who's probably lost a step in this point in his career in terms of just being able to throw all his weight into his punches and knock guys out. So, it's a recipe for a five round, one sided. Yeah. Kind of competitive fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cub, left hooks, right hooks. He started throwing in head kicks. <laughs> I'm like, kicks. yeah, man. He, the full arsenal of just, yeah. Of just everything. That's that's why I'll give props to Lobov that he didn't get KO'd or knocked out because he, he ate some pretty creative shots that I think might have might have at least dropped some other people, if not knocked them out. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he probably kept um, Cub Swanson from like a title fight because <laughs> yeah. like, who is Cub going to he's Cub's in position right now probably to fight the winner of Aldo Holloway if all goes according to plan everybody stays in the division but does anybody really want to see Cub Swan, the Cub Swanson that went the distance with Aram Lobov fight a Max Holloway who's only gotten better since their fight or a Jose Aldo who is 
kind of proven that he's miles ahead of where Cub is. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I wouldn't mind, well, for some reason I just have this nagging feeling that they're not going to give Cub a title shot. Oh, so... They skipped him last time. Like, yeah. And now he's coming <laughs> off of this type of performance? Like, I, I say give him Korean Zombie. Oh, give him the winner of um, Zombie uh, Lamas, yeah. Yeah, I'd say just make that fight happen in the meantime because, yeah, nagging suspicion they're not going to give him a title shot. I, w- I would love to see him get a title shot just because yeah. I've been a fan for so long. Yeah. You know, it, at least give him a chance to show, you know, what he can do regardless if we think he'll win or not. But, yeah, I can't help but think that they're going to – he's uh, going to get – Maybe they do the Moicano fight. Um, if Yair Rodriguez beats Frankie Edgar, Yair Rodriguez is getting the next title. Fight. Oh yeah, not even a question. <laughs> they're they're gonna that, get that. They're gonna get that Mexican market. They're they're gonna get that Mexican market, and he's gonna be the poster child <laughs> of, of uh, that. They might do the Moicano fight, but that would probably. I don't want to say it'd be a gift to Cub, but like, I think that's like a last case, uh, last case scenario. Like, oh, nobody else is left. So here's yeah. my Kano. Kind of sucks. Yeah, he's another one of those dudes that's in that weird spot to where, like, well, he's it's a... because he keeps coming up short. Like, yeah. Like, we, I love Cub, but you got drubbed by Frankie Edgar. You got drubbed by Max Holloway. You let Ricardo Lamas pound your face in, and then did he submit him with the arm triangle? Uh, let me see. I'm actually pulling up his record right now. Yes, he did. Yeah, yep, he was on and, and he's no longer around. But like Chad Mendez beat uh, beat him before, has beat him before. So like, Cub, you're you're like Jim Miller. Like, you just just can't beat the guys at the top. And, and there's no shame in that, especially because all those guys are tremendous really? fighters. Yeah, and Cub has beat some really good fighters himself. But this is not a lot of room there for him right now. Yeah, having Frankie in front of you was not... Yeah. Maybe it's lucky if Frankie... And they, and they do uh, Garbrandt Dillashaw and... I don't know. Frankie get, Frankie just shows up and is like, I want to fight the winner. <laughs> I've thought of that too. That would be a side tangent though. Because I'm pretty sure Frankie could make 135. Oh, no, he's said it before. Yeah. He's like, I could probably make 135 really easy. Yeah. Him and his whole team believe so. They they're just waiting on a title shot. Well, see, all... Frankie, yeah, Frankie and and Dillashaw would be Frankie and anybody in like that top three. Uh, I would pay good money to see. Yeah, but I guess for Cub, we'll see. Yeah, he's he's kind of in like a weird spot, but I think he's he's pulling for a title shot. We'll 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 see if that is yet to happen. You, you, title shots these days are kind of. I don't know. I feel like they're just up in the air. You never really know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you never know if you're going to get one, no matter how good your performance is or who you beat. This. Well, everybody from 145 to like 185 has been hit with like the McGregor effect. Yeah. Like everything is up in the air. Nothing makes sense. And right. the UFC is going to milk as much money out of those four divisions as possible, even if it means you know, not giving us the best fights possible. Yep. So, but for Artem Lobov, since he joined the club of, I just got beat by uh, Cub Swanson, 
Artemobov, Duhachoy. I, I, I got Korean Superboy. I, I mean, yeah, I, I do too, but Lobov is the exact type of fighter. Yeah, it would be a fun fight. To, built to beat someone like Duhachoy, despite being a, a, like an athletic and technical disadvantage. Because he's tough as shit. He, he's going to fight for all three rounds. And he's just constantly, constantly going to be looking for the counter. Yeah. So, I, I think that'd be a nice test for Dillatroy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, for better or guaranteed blood, no matter who wins, you, you're gonna oh, yeah. get, you're gonna get just hands flying for the whole time. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that turns out. Um, props to Cub. Hopefully, you get your your title shot. Um, if not, I'm pretty sure there's still plenty of exciting fights. Hopefully, we'll we'll get to see from him. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on down to the co-main event, a uh, fight that I did rewatch yesterday, uh, Al, <laughs> Al Quinta and Diego Sanchez. Why does Al Quinta always have these wild post-fight interviews? <laughs> did, he, did you hear him on, um, was he on Hawaii yesterday or something? The, uh, I did think I know he, what he said, I think. He said that the he was right, but he said the U uh, the UFC uses bonuses to control the fighters. Um, they're trying, they're not incentivizing. They're keeping us in our place and trying to get exploit us by not gar- giving us bigger contracts and guaranteeing us money. Uh, truth. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong at all. Like not if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm out, like he's saying he's not even sure this is worth it anymore. And he was still mentioning <laughs> the real estate. <laughs> he was still mentioning the fact that he he's a real estate agent. Hey, hey, yeah, you're on what national TV? Like seven hundred fifty thousand people are watching. Right. That free advertisement, man. Yeah, you need need a house. That's your guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as I far as the if, fight, I don't know oh. if I trust uh, uh, Quinta to sell me a house, considering you know he goes around <laughs> trashing hotel rooms and the like. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that side of the business is working out for him. But he looked good in the fight, though. How, how long has he been out? Uh, two years. Is it a two year layout. Yeah, he looked. He didn't look like he really missed a beat. I mean, he's young, and he just fought Diego Sanchez, who. Who at this point in his career is like basically only good at wrestling. Yeah, he and taking he, a punch. Well, he 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 tried to keep it on the feet in this one. I just think Al was just faster, younger, sharper. yeah, sharper, pretty much better in every aspect. Unfortunately, and yeah, when he when he when he cocked that right hand, that that oh, yeah. first woof face plant. <laughs> That's only I mean, the second time he's been stopped on strikes. Which is crazy, yeah, considering, like, how many, yeah, like, wars and just brutally violent fights he's been in. But, man, Al's right hand was just vicious. And he dropped him the first time. And then, I mean, props to Diego. I feel like he somewhat recovered well. He got back up. He, he kind of had that crazed, just Wolverine look in his face. But he, he ate another right hand and... Oof. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> it's not, a, not a whole lot else to say. And he face planted again. I think the second yeah. one was. Yeah, like. Yeah. It yeah, was. It, it did. It, it it was not pleasant. It was not. It was not. 
And I think I think Al followed up with like one strike that he probably didn't even need to do. Like yeah. after the face plant, you knew it was. I'm, yeah. I'm really surprised they gave Al this fight because this is the way they had the thought the fight was going to end, right? Like they're not they're not sending Diego Sanchez out there thinking, oh, he's going to put Ally Quinta in his place and get him to stop talking shit about us. Yeah, I hope not. I hope that was not. <laughs> I hope that wasn't the plan. Yeah, that that did not work out too well. Cause. Yeah, because like when a fighter normally talks up, the UFC normally matches them hard, or at least that's how it's gone in my memory. Because I can't think of any examples like straight up. But um, yeah, he got Diego Sanchez. Like Mark Hunt opened litigation against the UFC. He got Alistair Overeem. I like Quint is over here talking about this sport sucks and I can't get paid, and the UFC is trying. To manipulate my, us with bonuses, and they took away my right to have bonuses, and blah 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 blah. And uh, he is Diego Sanchez in 2017. Yeah, that's not that's a his return man. fight. Yeah, because <laughs> he's he was still like the number 14 ranked guy. Like they could have thrown him in there with Kevin Lee or you know, Benil Darius or Dustin Poirier, and that would have been a totally justifiable fight. But they gave him Diego Sanchez. I'm looking at the rankings now. Where for one, why is Gilbert Melendez still whatever, that's another that's... Damn. <laughs> Yeah, they got him ranked ahead of Iquinta. The uh, Al's at fourteen, Gilbert at thirteen. Oh Al would probably bust Gilbert up at this point. Yeah, at this point it's sad to say. I, I love Gilbert too, but he just gets so much size up at one fifty five because like uh it was fine in strike force, but like when you have so so many young guys who come up and they're hungry and they're like diversely skilled and they're faster and more athletic and just bigger than you, like you can't give up that much size. Yeah. We saw it against Edson. I guess if uh, assuming Al's uh you know grievances don't lead him to leave or anything, is he on a streak right now? Let me pull his record up. Did he beat Jorge Masvidal in his last fight? Or, um, I he. He won that fight. I don't believe he won. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, they gave him, yeah. Yeah, but then that was the last time we saw him, <laughs> yeah, two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't believe he won that fight. But on the same token, I, I could see why somebody maybe a score for him because that was one of those fights where I thought Jorge was to me was decisively winning, but Jorge better than. Quinta. Yeah, but Jorge has these just bad moments where, like... Had, at, at, a large part of that was he tried to conserve energy when he was at 155 because the weight cut was, like, totally brutal for him. And, you know, he could only do so much. And he was, like, he was really rationing off what he, he was capable of. Yeah, and he coasted. Like, that last round, I remember, he coasted. Yeah. And, and, and now that's not a problem anymore because he's at welterweight and he can just fight at whatever pace he wants to set. Yeah, killing people <laughs> but yeah as of this point uh i mean a win is a win so our quinta is on a five fight win streak last two being over sanchez masvidal and then before that was lozon and pearson and then rodrigo dan before that so i mean yeah he's got kevin lee in front of him evan dunham in front of him Darius at 10 give him the winner of um god was it kevin lee versus uh michael chiesa yeah, I'm not mad at that. And, I mean, you can say what you want about his personality, about his, his rants. They're, they're funny. I think they're 
<laughs> he's not. It's funny because he's not wrong, but he's also in the wrong because right because he, he does stupid shit like yeah. you know, trash your hotel room and yeah. cur- and curse out fans. <laughs> but he's a good fighter though. Like I can't I can't take that away from him. His, oh, his no, fights he, are he's talented. Yeah, his his fights are really entertaining. Yeah, he's he's a really talented dude. And he's a ring of combat guy, so I'm always gonna root for him. Yeah, he. I mean. Young guy, I hope, I hope, you know, whatever grievances they have, they can, they can work out. You, you never know nowadays, but I mean, I don't know if he's a guy I can say I, I see him like ever getting a title shot, but. Well, it's lightweight. Who's, uh, yeah. We don't know who's going to get a title shot anymore. But. By yeah. the time McGregor comes back. <laughs> the if, whole division of. McGregor comes back. Right. <laughs> that's a whole nother discussion we can say for when one of these weeks when we don't have a UFC. Have fights. Yeah. But he regardless, he there are plenty of fun fight. Like any fight he's in is, is gonna be a fun fight to watch. And yeah. he's yeah. So props to him. Great performance. Brutal knockout, just brutal right hand. <laughs> uh for Diego. I don't know where you go from here, man. I don't keep collecting paychecks. I guess as long as I'll give them to you. <laughs> And when they stop giving you, go fight for Bellator. Hey. You can go fight Matthews. <laughs> oh, man. If they did that in Bellator, that would probably headline, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, they'd get, like, two million people. Yeah, that's a that's a pay-per-view. God. Yeah, that's that's another thought. Another day. But, yeah, prop, props to Al, man. Um, All right, this next fight, which I honestly don't remember all that well. I remember the finish. But yeah. uh, um, yeah, Ovin St. Pru submits uh, Marcos Rogero de Lima with um, a Von Flute choke in the second round. Um, I have a lot to say about this fight, actually. Yeah, you, you can take it away. I, I literally, like, I, I feel like de Lima, I remember doing like pretty good on the feet in the first round, uh, and then he was out, yeah, he out kickboxed Ovin St. Pru by virtue of like throwing stuff. Because OSP was basically on his bicycle the first round, just, like, trying to throw, like, the random kick here or there. Because, you know, he doesn't throw any type of, like, combinations or volume or come forward at all. So Lima was just having fun throwing body kicks and, like, kicks and stuff from distance as he marched them down. But, like, fucking light heavyweight. This man has two wins by a Von Flute choke at light heavyweight. Like, a Von, a Von Flute choke should not be fucking submitting anybody. <laughs> hey, man, that like, might that might is, just be his thing. That might just be... Dude, like... No! <laughs> I forgot, who else, who else did he catch with like, that? It's like getting submitted by, like... A standing headlock, like somebody has you like a noogie position. <laughs> like, let go of the head. <laughs> this, oh, is, no. like, this is day one jujitsu. I feel like maybe that's just maybe that's just his move. He didn't get from side control. He got it from inside the guard. Yeah, like, it looked weird. Like when he, like props to OSP because what he did was he um he used the gate. To cut uh, Lima off so he wouldn't, like, scoot away as he was, like, locking the choke and try to, like, get his arm out. And he, he just pressed him up against the gate and just drove his shoulder into his neck. 
So that's where the pressure came from. But like, come the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, I, when I look at OSP, like I can't help but think like, you should be way better than you are, bro. Yeah, like if if you were at a, <clears throat> excuse me, if you had a bigger gym or, I don't know, man, like because he's he's really athletically gifted. And, like, I feel like there's a mountain of potential there that has yet to be reached. And it's like... At this, at this point, he's going to be 30... He just turned 34. Yeah, so, like, the window, man, is... The window's closing. He's been closing. fighting for almost 10 years now. Like, you're not going to get any better at this point unless you make huge changes to how you approach fighting. And it sounds like he did. he's got a better nutritionist. He woke up on weight. He's trying to correct the fact that he gasses a bit after the first round when he, things don't go his way. Yeah, but, he... come on, man. <laughs> Is this really all we have at, like, heavyweight now? Hey, man. The 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 pickings are slimmer and slimmer by the day. And they keep letting <laughs> them leave. And didn't they, didn't they, they Lima, did he come in? He came in overweight, didn't he? Yes, he came in at 210. Hmm. It, hmm. Oh, my God. Like, Lima has been submitted by Clint Hester. Like, uh... is he even in the UFC anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> he got cut after losing <laughs> last year. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Lima did. Lima submitted Clint Hester. Okay. That makes more sense. Man. Because, oh, God. And the thing with OSP is, like, the way 205 is now, like, is so depleted that, like, dude, if you, if you even made the slightest improvements and just got a small streak going, you're right back at a tighter shot. Because the pickings are so slim. Man, Berkey's lost to Walken Ozdemir. <laughs> Man. Yeah, the 205 is just a weird... That's that's the black eye of the UFC. Just You just kind of look away. I mean, like, other than DC and... You know, like DC Jones, whenever he gets his life together, uh, Gus well, and Glover. Gu- yeah, Gus and Glover. Like outside of that, not it's not outside a whole of that, lot going on. All the best light heavyweights are fighting in Bellator. <laughs> right. Then <laughs> we got Phil Davis. I don't know if you heard, because uh, I think King Mo pulled out. Yes. Yeah, so, so we... they refused. They didn't want to give Ryan ba- either Ryan Bader didn't want the title fight in his first fight. Or Bellator didn't want to give him a title fight in his first fight. So they decided to give him... So they decided to do the King Mo fight instead. King Mo gets injured. They're doing the title fight as a replacement. (laughs) How backwards is that? Uh, See how life works out. Yeah. It's funny. I can't remember. Because they fought before, right? Yes. And Ryan Bader won. And I was very happy about that. Because I predicted Ryan Bader would win. Because like, I thought I had no idea how Phil Davis was going to score enough on Bader, who was a more active fighter, to yeah. actually win the decision. And I got uh, I got some heat for that, for picking um, Bader. And I, I was very uh, I felt I, I felt very good about him winning. It makes sense though. I mean, to be honest, all right, their wrestling probably cancels out. After that, it's no. It's not a thought as to who's better on the feet. Yeah. Not a thought at all. I but mean, it's not who's better. It's just who's more confident when they face top competition. Yeah. Like, 
Vader going after Glover Teixeira is was probably you know dumb in retrospect, but like it shows a willingness to actually get in the pocket and right. throw. And it's not like he didn't land; like he was he was doing good in that fight. You know, he had his moments up until you know the the mighty fall. But yeah, yeah, two hundred five, man, get it, get it, get it together. But go sign all the young fighters who have like a five and zero record or better. Right, <laughs> just bring them just all have over. Them fight each other for three years. <laughs> but props to OSP. I, I don't know where you go from here. Uh, that division just go fight Alir Latifi. Yeah, go, at this go at, at, go do something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> at this point, why not? I mean, like, what else is there for you? Yeah, there's there's. Do you yeah. want to fight Misha Serkinov? <laughs> 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 but uh. Moving on to another fight. I, I was pretty interested to see how this was gonna, this fight was gonna unfold. So we had John Dotson. Was this his first fight at 135? This is his third fight at 135. Well, fourth. Well, fight, like return third. fight to 135. This is his third. Yeah, he third. beat um, Man, uh, Manny Gamberian, and then oh, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. Um, the Lineker fight. Oh yeah, I forgot about both of those. All right, so yeah, third fight. So they, they matched him up with Eddie Wineland, uh two guys who are pretty 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 savvy on the feet. Um I I thought I did, I didn't think Wineland would win. I, I thought maybe he maybe tagged Dotson a few times, but he Dotson's, hit him like 10 times in this whole fight. Yeah, I in the third round cuz I rewatched this fight yesterday. Like the start of the third round, they pulled up the graphic and I think <laughs> Eddie was um it was like nine or like eleven of like seventy for like thirteen percent strikes. Something Yeah. Something insane like that. Right, like insanely low. And it wasn't for lack of effort, like uh, no, <laughs> he was trying, man. He uh I think after um Dodson cracked him like the first time, like not not cracked him, but you know, tagged him, he just kinda realized, Oh crap, I can't actually, you know, touch this guy. I've had my jaw broken before, and I don't want to go back to that. So why don't I just stay as outside as possible and throw some jabs at him for three rounds and see what happens? Because that's literally all he did. He circled to his left, like threw like maybe two or three jabs at a time. Sometimes committed a right hand and just like kept circling. Because Dotson was the one coming forward in this fight, which is yeah. really weird to me. And in the moments when Dotson did like land or like he would have these little blitzes, like yeah, he he bloodied Eddie up. He he yeah. bloodied Eddie up, man. It was that little dude has some. He is astronomically faster than ninety nine percent of the bantamweights out there. Right. Like he he is every like that's why I was so curious like how a fight between him and Dominic Cruz would go because he is so. Like he's not like foot, uh, he's foot, uh, foot fast like Dominic Cruz, but he's also like really explosive. Yeah, he he, he closes distance with ease, and yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm really curious how that type of fight would go. Yeah, cause he, I mean, I, I like Eddie, but yeah, he kind of, I mean, the crowd kind of booed, but that's to me. I don't think it was a bad fight, but it definitely. Uh, uh, it definitely looked like it hit cruise control because Eddie realized he couldn't 
land anything. And he was yeah. really not committed to throwing it. He he committed to no kicks. He he actually I don't think he threw any kicks. I don't think he did. I think this fight was completely hands like. <laughs> and that's but, where yeah, he screwed up. Yeah, that speed was just. It was so apparent. Just he's literally just like the Flash. He gets in. He tags you. He rocked Eddie a few times and backed him up against the cage, and the next thing you know, his nose is yeah. <laughs> just pouring out blood. And yeah, there was just no answer for the speed. I re- I really like the fact that Dotson was coming forward in this fight. I'm not I'm not sure if that was by you know design or he he realized you know part way through the fight that um, Wineland wasn't going to give him anything, so yeah, he he had to be the one to advance. But um, I think Brian uh, Stan was right when he said uh, Dotson has to do like he, at one point he landed like a three piece where he just blitzed forward and Wineland had like couldn't step out so he just backed up into the cage and Stan was like he has to do that one time a minute as opposed to maybe once a, fight, a round or a fight yeah and, and if Dotson really wants to be a contender in this division. He's probably going to have to do that because all the guys at the top of this division throw like in combination and they throw a lot like you're not going to win a decision against TJ Dillashaw or Dominic Cruz fighting. Yeah, not like, one blitz per one round. Blitz, yeah, that's not going to do it. round or something like that. Yeah, like. <clears throat> on the same token, like he, he might not win, but can they catch him? Like he's so. I mean, he doesn't have, like, the... I don't think his footwork is as good as, like, a Mighty Mouse, but yeah, he's still just light years faster than everyone else. Like, hey, Dotson straight up might be the most athletic person in the UFC. Yeah. Dude's a the small, freakish little tank. He's 5'5", five, five to... and apparently he can dunk. So... <laughs> yeah, man, this this dude... I mean, not at at moments, not the most exciting fight, but three rounds, and you you got the clue of who was who was just better, who was faster, probably even stronger. As small as he is, he still hits like a a, a grown heavyweight <laughs> with those with that little frame he has. But yeah, this I, I'm I'm interested to see where where he gets matched up next, or who 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 they throw in front of him next. He's he's not gonna be an easy outing for anybody. I think they're gonna get, I think they're gonna do the Rivera fight, mostly because I think they're really angry that Rivera turned down the um, Cheeto Vera fight, so they're just gonna match him tough. That <laughs> seems like a nightmare matchup for him. Hmm. Like quicker on the feet, quicker hands, hits harder. It doesn't have to exchange with him in the pocket, like. So, nah, uh, that, that'd be a good fight, though. We'll see. Prop, props to Dotson, man. Good, you know, solid, solid, I'll say solid performance. Not so, great, but... Solid outing, solid steps forward. Hope and you made blood. You you made blood flow, so... Yeah. I'll, I'll give you props. Um, <clears throat> Next fight, which I figured was, was going to be a pretty fun scrap. Uh, Stevie Ray, or... Is it really Steven or is it Stevie? Hey, uh, I think his real name is Steven. All right, but... I'm calling him Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Ray and Joe Lozon. Uh, I had a. I was pretty sure this was going to be a fun fight, and it, it didn't really disappoint. 
Um, Lozon was on fire that first round, man. Just yeah, he com- it, it it didn't look like they belonged in the same octagon. Like <laughs> it looked like clearly I'm the veteran. You probably shouldn't be in here with me. Like he he took Stevie Ray down. He started landing ground and pound. He elbowed him pretty vicious. Hey, just after that first round, it looked like, all right, this this fight might not be as close or as fun as I thought. It might be pretty one-sided, but, hey, man, Stevie, he, he held in there. Cause yeah. That first round was a beating. <laughs> that first round would have sapped a lot of people's confidence, but he came out in the second. I'm trying to remember how the second went. I know, I know he, he came out throwing in the second. Like, he, yeah. he didn't let himself just get bullied around. And he, he started to fire back more in the second. And it seemed like by the third, Lozon was kind of... I think he actually even said it to his corner, like, he, he's tired. Well, like, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Steve, Stevie made it, a, made it a fight. He he started throwing a lot more combinations. And, yeah. yeah he, 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 that, that was a drubbing in the third round. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, at, at, when they rang the bell, it kind of looked like to me that Lozon was almost out on his feet. Yeah, they because he ended with a pretty mean flurry, like hands just he threw like an eight hit combo <laughs> had Lozon pretty much like backed up on the fence and yeah he he probably was not too far from getting the stoppage and um how, do you think the decision was was right? I mean, if somebody should have won the fight, it probably would Mysterio Ray like. I know Tennessee hasn't adopted the new rules, but I could see giving Lozon a 10 in the first and Ray a 10 in the third because I think it was that type of drubbing in the third round. Like, Lozon's was more emphatic because he was on top and he was out grappling and he was, you know, laying it into him. But, like, Ray was, like, seriously hurting him in the third round. So, yeah. like, it was completely one-sided. And I thought he, uh, Ray won the second round. So... Probably yeah. had to rewatch one more time. I will say though, and I'll but throw this if, out if there. You had, though, if you had it um, a draw for Joe Lozano, I wouldn't be mad at that either. Yeah, because to or me the me a draw in general, not a draw for Joe Lozano. Yeah, I thought the second round to me was pretty competitive. I thought thought that they both had their moments. I would have to watch it again. But I, I want to throw this out there to the listeners. I've gotten into the habit now since we talk about fights that I try to, I try to watch them multiple times, and I, I'm now I, I watch them muted. And it's it it feels completely different when you watch a fight with no volume. Yeah. There's no crowd. You don't hear the thud of the strikes. You little you just what you just see whatever it is that you see. And I don't know. Yeah. Like it makes you look at the fight completely different. I almost feel like now like like judges should probably watch fights just to just to avoid the bias because it really does help that like you don't hear a commentator saying, oh, he landed, you know, this right hook, and oh, it looks like he's stunned, you know. You kind of just see the fight for what it is. And even with all that said, I don't remember who I scored it for after I watched it muted, but <laughs> I remember it just, it felt, it just felt different. Like, I, I think I'm going to start doing that more often. Yeah. Watch, just watching fights muted, but nonetheless, awesome fight. Great performance from from Stevie Ray, who had to rebound from a slacking he caught in the first, and then delivered his own beating in the third. And I mean, props to Lozon. This dude's been fighting for almost God no years. Yeah, man, still in there, still throwing leather, and still going for it. Like 
like in that first round, man, he was going for the kill. <laughs> like, yeah, this impressive fight for for both of them. But, you know, unfortunately, Lowe's on kind of gas toward the end. But like, that's what he does, though. He's a sprinter. Like, yeah. at this point in his career, Joe Lozon is a sprinter, and he he will still try his hardest in the third round. But it is he's not a three round fighter anymore. Yeah, it was, but it was fun, and I hope he, you know. Bring him back for another one. Any any Lozon fight, I'm 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 willing to watch. Um, was this next fight? Was this the end? Was this the last La- fight on the main card? Yep. Yep. All right. So, uh, I, I guess everybody's favorite person or not, uh, Platinum Fuck. Mike Perry, <laughs> and and Jake Ellenberger. Um, yeah, this fight pretty much. I'm, I'm I was sure whoever won was gonna win by KO, so yeah, I wasn't surprised. Oh, all right, I didn't think it was gonna end with an elbow. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't see the elbow coming, but I knew somebody was gonna get floored, and yeah, this was pretty much. Um, Ellenberger did pretty decent in the first round. Oh yeah, no, he had really the first round. Like, yeah, striking, he was a striking Perry a little bit. Took managed to take him down for a quick minute, a hot minute. Um, but it, it was also really apparent who the more athletic guy was, yeah, and who was the le- less shot guy after a while. And you kind of got the feeling that Mike Perry was probably going to catch him before the fight was over. I'm trying to remember in the second, I think like he Perry threw, I think like a left that backed him up. And then, was it a right that knocked him down? I can't remember how that sequence, like, went. Like, but before the elbow, he caught him with something else. And then, I remember, like, he, he kind of had Ellenberger scrambled for a little bit. And I think I think Ellenberger, like, recovered. And then somehow they ended up in a clinch. And out of nowhere in the clinch... Had like a, a, a Duke and Wall moment and just let the elbow fly and just as soon as the elbow connected, you yeah, you knew it was over. Like yeah. it, there was no second thought. There was no he's not getting back up after that. Like you just flat out soul taking. Yeah, n- knocked him out cold pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Hey, I I hate Mike Perry like a passion well not passion but like yeah I hate my parry let's just go with that <laughs> but even I can recognize like, this dude is like a straight up built to fight type athlete yeah he's yeah. one of those dudes who's, I think I don't know how far his skill set as of now will take him but he's like always one punch away from winning like, he's, a, like. he's a Derek Lewis type Except you know, I think Derek Lewis might be a little better at like taking like his corners advice, but um, he is just like a natural fighter, where he has his natural sense to put himself in the best positions to land his power. It, like, it's not the it's not always going to be the most technical. It's not always going to be the the most clean cut. But he but un- work. But he un- he understands that it, he can touch somebody and they will go away yeah and i mean props to ellenberger you know vet been around for a long time but perry's kind of like 
that young, hungry dude. I mean, even though Ellenberg is only 32, but I feel like Ellenberg has been fighting for... Yeah, he has almost 50 fights on there. Yeah, man, like, Ellenberg has got some miles on him. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of miles, man. He's been in some, some wars, so... 12 years of fighting. Yeah. Wait, think and... about that. That's like four, like, it was like, what, four fights a year, basically? Yeah, man. You, you just look at his record, and it seems like it's ongoing. <laughs> like, it's, it's just a long list of just... And he's fought a lot of good people, too. Like, yeah. High quality. I mean, even wins or losses. Like in just period, he's fought high quality people. I think his last fight was a Jorge Masvidal. Like yeah, before that, on. yeah. So there's a guy who probably might that might have been his last fight in the UFC though. Yeah. Like it's I mean, what he's one, two, four, seven. Two of his last seven. Uh, he's won two of his last like nine fights. Yeah. And then on the other hand, Perry. Hit a rebound. He, you know, he took the L to low, to uh, to Joban and rebounds with, with a this. win over a top fifteen guy. Yeah. Like I said, though, I don't. I mean, I get it. He's got power. He, he's always one punch away from almost killing somebody. But and I don't he's know. Also a really good athlete. Like, I, yeah. I can't, we can't underscore that like enough. We. It's His just power I... does not come from him, I don't know, having a perfect weight transfer. It, it comes from him just being a magnificent athlete. Right. Yeah, yeah, no no doubt. Yeah, like, he, he can flatline probably anybody. Yeah. If, if he lands. It's just when I look at the rest of this division, I'm not sure just how far he gets by on athleticism and power when he meets people who just technique just have better technique probably more well-rounded well, I'm, I, I'm not sure at this point because everybody else in this division is old like, like even Tyron Woodley he's like 36 it's 35 36 now and like, yeah something like that I, I'm not sure where the uh, I'm not sure who's the guy who's going to just be able to take his power and you know win a fight yeah basically so i, I don't know it's, it'll be interesting moving forward because yeah he's only 25 yeah so he, he's got plenty of time to develop you know yeah the rest of his his skill set and i think he recently started training with att he's not just at the ufc gym where he walked in and was just like hey i'm fresh out of prison teach me how to fight We'll see. We'll see how far his, uh, let's see, who, because he wasn't, he's not ranked, or. He probably is now. Uh, um, well, as of now, he's not up there. They they got Matt Brown still at 15. Yeah, well, then he's probably, uh, yeah, whatever. But I imagine he's not, like, far out, so I'm, I'm pretty sure his next fight would be a top 15. Um, he got Ponzinibbio. Ryan LaFleur. I like that fight. Ponzinibbio, Mike Perry. We'll see. He he's definitely got upside. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how far he can, how far he can go, how much more he de he develops. And I guess as for yeah, for Allenberg, I'm not sure what. I feel like at this point, I mean, I know you didn't, you never got a belt, but I don't know if you have anything else to prove. Like, 
you've been in some fun fights. You've flatlined plenty of people. Unfortunately, you've been flatlined. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else really you 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 need to prove. I, I mean, there's no shame in losing. I think it is not. I don't think with Ellen Berger's anything to prove. I think he. I think he just needs the money. It could be. Yeah, that and I feel like some people just like you said last time for some people just quitting fighting is it's like it's a really hard thing to yeah, like, just walk away from prize fighting is a drug like all the adrenaline and all the risk and reward it is a drug there is and I don't know we'll see uh, two fight lose streak we'll, we'll see maybe if they bring them back for one more um but so that was the the main card uh all six fights that lasted to like one in the morning um but well we will not stop <laughs> some of these prelims are definitely uh worth worth talking about at least three um, yeah at least three so I'll, I'll jump right in the one that i was waiting for brandon moreno and dustin ortiz I, I was pretty excited for this fight to see how moreno would do um Ortiz looked really good though in that first round, man. He mm-hmm. he put the pressure on Moreno. He he was relentless with just takedowns, pressure. He he didn't let Moreno breathe <laughs> in that first round. And but the the second Moreno kept it a lot more on the feet, they you know I think there was still I think there was still takedowns at points in that round, but it, there was a lot more on the feet than, than the first. Oh, yeah. No, the and, first was just constant. Either yeah. you're pressed up against the fence or you're on your ass or, you know, I'm uh, I'm literally on your back holding you down. Yeah. And then in the second, they yeah, it was, got a lot. They were at range a lot more. Yeah. Got a lot more busy with the strikes. And then out of nowhere, Moreno lands his beautiful left kick and kind of put our teeth on... on on shaky legs for a little bit, and yeah. trying, to, trying to remember how the sequence went after the kick. So he's the switch kick. Um, uh, freaking Ortiz like face plants. Like he looks like he's out, and then then like you see him try to scramble to his feet. Um, Moreno's like doing ground and pound. He gets down on a knee. Oh yeah, uh, and then eventually the, or, yeah, they got on the Ortiz tries to run away, and um, Moreno he took his back. Yeah, he literally, yeah, he like hopped on his back. It was like um, the Burrell Brad Pickett back take after he kneed him in the face, where he yeah. literally just hops on him, and all of a sudden he's a figure four on his back. Yeah, and he was relentless going for those submissions, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, kept going for it literally until he just he he sunk it in there pretty deep, and yeah, man, I, I love watching Moreno fight. It's a real exciting. Young dude who is going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. think about it. he's only been training like at, he's only been doing like real MMA training since maybe like the summer. God, he's only twenty three. Uh, he 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 was training in Mexico until he made it on until he was either uh, like right before tough where he went to go work with Cejudo or. Right after tough, where he came, where like they saw him on the show, and they're like, "Oh, I want to invite him," and now he's work, 
you got to work with like Canelo's boxing coach. And now he's working with Ludwig and uh, TJ Dillashaw, and like he's only getting better. It's happening so quickly. Like, and he, he's already got two top ten wins. Yeah, I'm about to say, and then Ortiz is not. It's not an easy out. This is the first time I think Ortiz has been stopped. Uh, do, do, do you would be correct? I'm looking at the record. Hey, look yeah, he, all of his losses are decisions. Like, look who he's fought. He's fought Benavides. He fought Hayes. He fought Formiga. He fought Moraga, and he took all those guys to competitive like decisions. And then here, here comes Brandon Moreno, who just freaking knocks his head off. Yeah. And takes his back and submits him. It kind of sucks that he, I feel like by by the time, he, he's going to make it to a title shot, I feel like, eventually. Moreno, yeah. But by the time he gets there, Mighty Mouse will probably be gone. Some... I don't think so. <laughs> you don't, I don't think, think so? I, I think he's going to be fighting for a title in like a year. We'll see, yeah, because in this division, you know, they're they're always scrambling for Hell, new faces. Hell, he might be his so. next contender, uh, contender after all. Right, because <laughs> this was, I mean, albeit, you know, first round went kind of rough for him, but all in all, it was still a, a good performance, and any, I feel like any time you get finishes, that's, you know, that's always a plus. Yeah. And it'll, that'll he, get you up he, there. He's got a finish, he's Mexican, he's, like, if you stick a microphone in front of him, he's, like, the most... Likeable fighter in the UFC, right? Like, yeah, he has everything. Like, he has everything you could want in a contender, and maybe not a foil, but a guy you're trying to push a new market. Like, yeah. On top of all that, he's exciting. So, I, I say, why not just give him a top five? I mean, Ortiz was—I uh, got Ortiz at nine. So, shoot, give him a top five. Give him a—I don't know. Formiga, uh, Ace, Ace, anybody, anybody top five. At this point, why not? Yeah, I feel like you, you know, you don't got a lot to lose. I mean, even if you throw him in the top five and he loses, he's only twenty three. He'll be right back. Oh yeah, up there. Hopefully, with, they don't know. like try to rose Namajunas him where like he's fighting consistently right. top competition. But, but you know. Yeah, he he's a dude definitely to to keep an eye on. Man, he, he's a fun, fun fighter. I mean, and still pops to Ortiz too, man. He he's really good. He's dude. gotten better. Like that that was a better performance than we've seen from Ortiz yeah. recently. Just, and uh, yeah. head kicks change lives. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> sometimes sometimes just being able to stop the fight is just an invaluable skill set to have. Yeah. And Moreno has that, and Dustin Ortiz does not, sadly. But shout out to yeah that that fight. Uh, I'll skip down a few. Um, we'll go yeah we'll go to Brian Barberina and Joe Proctor. I don't want to talk about Alexis Davis and Cindy Dandois ever. You, you said you don't. All right, well. That that was not a fight that ever happened. It, it's fake. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, I heard. I heard That's the only fight I didn't see. I guess I probably shouldn't go back and watch it. We had the most athletic fighter in the UFC, and John Dotson on the card. Sandy Dan's was like the exact opposite. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, no. Uh, you know what? Uh, she is. I feel I, like I, I would have watched this fight if it wasn't a decision. I don't want to watch three rounds. <laughs> Just to be she, honest. She is that, like, unathletic. Ugh. Ugh. But, uh, Barbarina and Proctor. This this was a fun. A lot, lot of taunting. Bam, bam, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. This was a fun fight. And. This was one of those moments just where taunting just goes wrong. Just, I get it. You're in the thick of the fight. You know, both of y'all are throwing rock'em sock'em. Both of y'all are landing pretty good shots. But like, Joe Proctor kind of does the Nate Diaz where he just kind of throws his hand up, hands up, and he eats a mean right hand for his troubles. Uh, and <laughs> after that right hand landed, just he got Barbarina. Up, but Proctor, uh, but Barbarina just like need the crap out of him. Yeah, and then he proceeded to just beat the life out of this man until the ref just decided that he had saw enough. Yeah, Barbarina's a tough dude, man. Dude, <laughs> this is crazy to think that this dude lost to Chad Lapree. Like he yeah. is so much better at welterweight. Oh man! Like he he he's probably never gonna be a top ten guy. Maybe he sneaks in at like fifteen or fourteen or thirteen or something like that. But uh, he's going to put on some just like really solid fights against guys who are coming up. Right. He's going to derail a lot of them. Here he is. Right. Right. A la Sage Northcutt. And he's one of those dudes like you can never count him out of the fight. Oh, wait, wait, just... oh, wait, wait, wait. After uh, after we're done with here, we have Northcut family news to address. Oh, well, well what's going on? Uh, we can, it can wait. It can wait. Oh, all right. Well, we'll do. Uh, so yeah, shout, shout out to Barbarina for a fun fight and a that right hand he landed was just pretty vicious. But yeah, watch watch that fight, uh, people. Go go. I mean, it's only like ninety seconds long. Right, didn't last that long, it, and it was a fun ninety seconds. Um, or three minutes, whatever. And, Times are relevant, right? <laughs> and the, the last fight uh, that I guess we'll mention: uh, Hector Sandoval and Matt uh, Schnell. Yes, some some like that. We'll, we'll go with that. I, I honestly don't remember much of this fight other than the ending where it was Rock'em Sock'em Robots mixed with Matt Schnell trying to drag the fight to the ground with all his might, mixed with like some of the worst. Artem Lobov punches you ever seen from like, Hector Sandoval. <laughs> he got in the clinch and was literally just like rock, like Rock'em Saga Robots is like literally the best description of like a cell because he was like punching up because Schnell, uh, Schnell is slightly taller than him and he was throwing like these robotic powerful hooks to his head and it worked because you could see like Schnell's legs like give out underneath him so Schnell tries to drag him to the ground and like, he eventually does get the, um, the guillotine attempt and then Sandoval just freaking slams the crap out of him and gets out of it. Like, Sandoval won this fight because he's just straight up stronger than Matt Schnell. Yeah, it was brute strength. <laughs> like, I think he slammed he... him twice, too. Like, I can't remember, but I think he slammed him twice. And that's probably what ended the fight for Schnell because um, Sandoval then went on to land like some baby hammer fists. It was weird, because when he threw the first hammer fist, it almost looked like he was surprised that, oh, snap, he's he's, he's not responding. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, like, the moment he touched him, like, all the lights went out in Chanel's body. Yeah. Like, his legs locked up, because he was in full guard. He had them locked in full guard, and like, his legs locked up around him. 
and like his arms were like splayed out and it was just really clear that he wasn't getting back up yeah it was watch that fight man it was it was one of those KOs that you like you didn't see it just happened so fast <laughs> it happened so fast in that flyway like yeah you don't see that kind of strength just just brutal strength at that weight class that often um but uh, I guess not to uh you know probably won't talk about any of these other fights but I'll just run the other one down real quick uh Scott uh that Scott Holtzman uh got a decision over Michael McBride who was a very strange unique fighter I'll say <laughs> Uh, and Daniel Taylor, uh, got a decision over Jessica Penn. That fight was disappointing for me, but I won't even really go into it. It's, it is what it is. And Alexis Davis got a decision over Cindy, uh, Dandewa. So that was oh, the entire well, card. Uh, that, uh, Taz Lightface oh. beat, um, Sam Alvey. Oh, Sam Alvey, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, that fight off. You did, and kind of, real, uh, kind of boring decision yeah when the one the greatest fight so that was a uh, ufc fight night 108 uh and now on to uh the, the star sage northcutt with, okay uh... so this is not sage northcutt news but it does pertain in general to the sage northcutt family um sage northcutt has an older sister who debuted in amateur mma before him and she will be making her pro debut this june in lfa all right Sis, so oh, sister Northcutt. Sister Northcutt. Well, actually, it down. she's married. If I remember she's correctly. she might not even be technically a North. Well, we're calling her Northcutt. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Brand, yeah, you gotta you gotta stick with yeah. the brand, man. Yeah, you gotta stick with the brand. Shout out to LFA too. Yeah, I've um I did catch, but uh, I, I never catch be the main interesting events, because but. I imagine Kobe's what twenty four. Um, she's a 135er who can probably fight at 145 if she really, uh, like, oh, matter of fact, probably had that reverse. Like, she fought at 135, but she didn't look great at 135, so she might be a little stronger at 145. But I imagine, like, after her debut, she, there's going to be, like, a little bidding war between Bellator and, um, the UFC for her. Because, like, she might not have Sage's straight-up athleticism, but, uh, yeah, Northcut, Northcut name runs deep, bro. Right. <laughs> we'll see. LFA is a good proving ground. I, I I have gotten a chance to watch. Also, they few... look exactly the fucking same. They do. What's her What's her name? Colby Northcut. Colby. That's uh. She, the powers ex- of. Except she just has like a girl head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me. Like, I'm not kidding. It looks exactly the Kobe. same. No, it's cut. Alright, let's use the powers of Google. Um, okay, images. Oh, there's a picture of them standing side by side. No, what are you doing? Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I'm waiting for this picture to blow up. Wow, she really did. <laughs> They both have that like that like nineteen year old just beach plastic like, face. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like freakishly athletic. But yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, they definitely Yeah. There there's no question that they're related. 
<laughs> no question that they're related. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, LFA will be a good proving ground. They, they put on some pretty good cards the last couple of gotten a chance to watch they've been pretty decent um the sad part is i don't think she's as weird as sage like like sage is weird because of his normal it's like colby's just like a normal 24 year old woman yeah so well, well, so we won't be like she won't be going to danielle taylor and asking her about <laughs> ask her about like birth of a nation <laughs> I don't know, man. Sage, Sage might put the bug in her ear. You well, know? well, she's married to a black guy. Like, oh, all right. See, so you know, she's probably okay then. She probably like, no. She's like, she's a probably well-adjusted person. And, yeah, yes, yeah. And she's like, Sage, you need to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> our dad is not a very good person. Man, <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Sage. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. You're, you're, you do some strange. You know, it's, it's, tweeted today. Well, well. It said that he's looking forward to fight and fighting soon. So we'll see. I'm I'm, I'm pulling for Sage. Hey man, you're, you're that young. Get get your money. You know. I'm pulling for Sage. We need this type of just bizarreness and. You're uh, right. It's, it's it's just fun to watch. <laughs> it's fun to watch. Um, we're a little over an hour, but I want to briefly, at least, give a shout out. Uh, to uh, Patricio Pitbull from Bellator, who had his fourth match <laughs> with Daniel Strauss, um, but this time there was no debate as to uh, you know, who won. Yeah, this this wasn't a close fight at all. Was it me? Like, did you, did you watch this fight? Yeah, I really had the, 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 the hard. he. I don't remember ever seeing him in that stance. Like, he had the, the Connor stance going on. Did? I don't remember that. He was really, he had like this really sideways kind of. I think it was just because he didn't want to get taken down. Must have been. Because that was the first thing I noticed as soon as that fight started. But he he was sharp, man. He was. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're past the stage where Patricia's like this aggressive dude. And he just kind of lets the fight come to him. Because. But um, yeah, no, he got the job done. Like this, this most definitive win for the title so far. Yeah, he goes out and submits a dude. Can't wait for and... Strauss, uh, Pitbull, what five? <laughs> right. <laughs> like I kind of feel bad for Strauss because you're gone for a year, and you have to fight the guy who you know you edged out last time. We didn't edge him out. He fucking straight up beat him, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, but you have to fight the guy. Who's arguably the most dangerous dude in Bellator history? On you know, in your first fight back after spending almost like a, over a year away, so that sucks. But yeah, you know, shouts to Pitbull because he came in the cage was like kid, he, he, like his kid was like banging on the microphone after the fight, trying right. to tell the crowd bye and hi and all that good shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was awesome. And yeah, he's one of those dudes like outside of the UFC, like this. He's legit, man. This dude's a oh, he's yeah. a he's a scary dude. Yeah, like freakishly talented. And then keep in mind, I I know he, the the record says otherwise, but he was beating Bendo, yeah. very soundly. Yeah, <laughs> very soundly. And, and man. This dude's if he legit. goes to the, if he ever did go to the UFC, he's a one thirty fiver. Like think yeah, about that. So 
and he's yeah man he's he's super well rounded just really really talented super dude super dangerous and uh two time Bellator featherweight champion yeah he's he's in there uh if there's a Bellator Mount Rushmore he's probably like the first oh yeah he, he has the most wins in Bellator history now I think at like 14 or 15 14 or yeah yeah oh. man dude he's he's legit I mean and shout out to Strauss too I mean fight didn't go the way you know you would hope but He's also been another dude over there who's just—he's been holding it down for a while over there. Yeah, you know. I kind of want Strauss to go up to one fifty-five. Yeah, I think too. Yeah, I would say it's probably about that time. I mean, you, you, at least you had the belt. Unfortunately, you lost it, but he—he's a big forty-fiver. Well, he's not so, height-wise, but like just muscular. Ma- yeah, like mass-wise. Yeah, he—he's a—he's a pretty big dude. So, yeah, one fifty-five. I don't think he's given up too much. Especially you know. not in Bellator's lightweight division. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Not in Bellator. I mean, him... <laughs> yeah, I feel like he towers over um, over Chandler. Like He might. Chandler's, he might. Chandler's a 145-er in the UFC. Right. Easily a 145-er. But, yeah, it was... Good, good, great performance from them. And I gotta also give a shout-out to uh, AJ McKee. Who knocked somebody out with a head kick that was blocked, and he still knocked him out. Dominic like, Mazzata, who was probably Mazzata. his best win to date, because Mazzata was twelve and one heading into the fight. So, yeah. if McKee gets back his his assassin or whatever the hell he calls himself, yeah, nickname. Yeah, I think though it's about time for them to give him a. <laughs> no, I mean I didn't say a top guy, but well, they wanted to give him Sanchez, and I thought that was a dumb idea because Sanchez would probably beat him. But um. If Henry Corrales is still around, if uh, God, who's one of those guys just like hanging around? The... Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I think the Corrales fight is a good. I think that would be a good like barometer, yeah. kind of to see. And then from there, if he wins that, you know, give him Sanchez, give him White Show, give him um, crap. Who else is there? Uh, is what's his name? Carcanyan still there? I think. I think. I think he's still there. Cause he he knocked out what's his um freaking the wrestler Bubba Jenkins. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Karakanyan's still there. Like, if he can but beat yeah. Corrales, give him those guys. Yeah. Um, also, shouts to Alumile, uh, uh, God, Alumile McFarlane, who submitted Jessica Milton in the first round of just straight-up domination. Improves 6-0. and She's 5-0 and in Bellator. Um, she's... Was it, what division was that? Was that 125? Yeah, 125. Yeah. She is... Very, 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 very good. And we won't know how good she is because, you know, Vanessa Porto and uh, what's the girl's name? Jennifer Maya and Roxanne Matafuri and Andrea Lee and, like, all these other girls. Oh, why do I call her Andrea Lee? KGB Lee, whatever hell her first name is. Cause, like, <laughs> it might be. Uh, I, I think it is Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it is. Like, all those girls are not in Bellator for whatever reason. Like, you, you figure KGB Lee would be, like, a first would have been like the first person they signed up because right. you know she can do kickboxing, she can do MMA, she has the look that you know Brigham Coker is stoked about. Um, I don't know, but like that seems like a slam dunk eventually. But uh, like Oma Farhan, um, she's probably going to fight for a title next. If not, there were rumors of them having a 125 pound tournament. They just picked up um, Kylie Schneider and Sarah DeLa- uh, Gus, not Sarah DeLa- Gus, um, Sarah Delelio. 
Um, they just signed uh, Valerie Eterno. Yep. Well, maybe, yeah, I saw that yesterday. Made the jump ship. <laughs> I, I imagine if uh, the UFC lets go of anybody like like Rawlings or um, Joanne Calderwood or uh, God, who else is just kind of big in there? Uh, Heather Joe Clark or something like that or someone like that. This is probably where they're going to end up, which is not a bad thing. Right. Because they're talented fighters who struggle to make um, talented or experienced fighters who struggle to make 115 because that's a fucking nightmare cut. I hope they do the tournament. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. To, like, firmly establish somebody is. I think their worry yeah. is because what's the girl's name? Um, Anastasia Yanakova or. Anastasia. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. They, they really, they're pushing they really her. Want they her really want her. <laughs> yeah. Er, they, McFarlane they... came out before the fight. Yeah, I'd fight her, but not for a title because she's, she's garbage. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah they, no, they want Yankova to be the face. Yeah, she is probably the best natural. She is the best natural, uh, not natural. She's the best homegrown Bellator 125-er. In that division, and um, uh, it's it's really cool to see somebody move past being the person known for knocking out the soccer mom and exploded fight series. Yeah, move, moving on up in the world. Yep. Um, also on this card, shout out to Ed Ruth and uh, Tyrell Fortune. Ed Ruth, three-time NCAA champion, uh, picked up his third win. Third win. And be his most experienced fighter to date in David Mundell. And Tyrell Fortune picked up a decision over Branko Busick. In which he need him repeatedly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot he, of he just... went into that fight just straight up looking to work on his clinch knee. Like, yeah. his clinch. Which is not a bad he... thing. Yeah, not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Definitely, at, I mean, at that weight class, that's the like, skill you like, probably like, want to have. Getting guys out of there in two, two minutes is... Overrated, you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta get the cage time in. That dude is freakishly. I don't know. Ruth or he, he's a uh, fortune. Yeah. Yeah, he, that dude is. If he just gets his skill set better, which I'm pretty sure he will, just over time, like that's gonna be a scary. It's a scary gentleman. Like, really, he's a big realistically, dude. Realistically, this dude can improve for like another ten years. Yeah. It's heavyweight. So um, yeah. Shout out to Bellator. I mean, that was that was a pretty 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 decent card from yep. what I saw. A lot of a lot of finishes. So I was pretty happy with that. And they said Daniel Vecchio <laughs> was gonna get the next title shot. So I'm happy. Good job. Yeah, he's he's earned it. He's definitely earned it. Um, I guess we're closing in on an hour twenty. So uh, I guess about time for parting shout outs and such. Um. I normally think of these before. I didn't think of one. So I guess I'll just give a shout out to uh to boxing for the two highlight uh KOs that I saw. So uh Sean Porter giving Andre Berto the business. <laughs> uh yeah, not not a lot to say. I just I, I watched hey, the highlight. Uh, this... that that fight gives us uh the rematch for the of um Porter versus Porter Thurman. Thurman, yeah. So that's a mandatory and... now. So there's that yeah. to look forward to. So we, we got that. Yeah, that was a uh, good knockout. And what was the other guy's name I want to give him a shout-out to? Uh, Jamel Charlo. 
Yeah. Jamel Charlo and who he, knocked, he knocks out Charles Hatley. Yeah. That that KO was vicious. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout outs to boxing. Like in the in the small moments and times now, especially like this year where I've I've actually sat down and watched boxing or even if it's just a passing highlight. It's been like, a good year for boxing. Yeah, man. It's it's been Maybe good. Maybe not financially, it's, but you know, PVC is about to implode, but it's been a good year for boxing. Right. And speaking it, of which, um, Anthony Joshua, Vladimir Klitschko, most important heavyweight fight in probably like 15 years. <laughs> is that this weekend? That is this Saturday. Oh, It'll man. Be at, going down. And you wouldn't know from the advertisements that you see on like the Celtics games and um, the hockey games and stuff, but uh, the fight will be on Showtime at 4.15 on the East Coast here in the United States. This Saturday, April 29th. Oh, hold up, 4.15 p.m.? Yes. God, I'm going to be at work. Same here. I, sw- I switched shifts, and I would have been off, but I switched shifts to do a favor for somebody, so now I close. So I'm going to... Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll catch it the next day. Uh, but... but but if... Um, you know, like, I'm thinking... Like, thinking about it, I think Joshua would have already been like a breakout star in the U.S. If this was like the 80s. And we were still in, like, the pro wrestling era of, like, if being a bodybuilder just automatically makes you a freaking star. Because <laughs> if, if you've never seen Anthony Joshua, like, oh God, he, he, like, imagine a Superman, like, action figure, and then just paint him black. <laughs> and, and, and you got your man. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't, I don't think of... I might have seen some of his fights. I can't remember though. I probably have to look him up some more. He beat Dominic Brazil in his last fight, and he beat um the guy Deontay Wilder knocked out, whose name escapes me at the moment. But uh, dude, he's big. He he straight up looks like Superman, like Black Superman, and he hits, he hits like a motherfucker. So uh, he's also gotten eight. He's eighteen, you know, with eighteen knockouts. He's young. He could rule the division for like ten years. He has interesting challenges if he gets past Klitschko and like Wilder and Fury and the other Fury if he ever comes back and Parker. So you know, interesting stuff. Well, uh, oh, we'll see. I, I have a part. I have a part. I shot. Just to okay. say, uh, um, who is back in uh, South Korea, who will be fighting for the Adam White Championship at Road FC thirty nine. Hey, that's a good look. Good look. Good. How sad they let her go. Yeah. yeah her fights are always pretty fun. She got robbed. <sighs> oh. Oh. Sh- oh, one more party shot. Shout to the WBC. Because they are fucking ridiculous. Have you seen the belt that they made for um the Canelo Chavez fight? No, let me uh let me do a quick Google search. Hold up. How do I do things in this here? Here, look at this. Hello, Chavez. Yeah, I just put it in the chat. Okay, all right. Let's let's look at see. This let's see what we got. What is okay? I'm waiting for it to load. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Oh this, man. Mind you, this is not a title fight. This fight is happening at 166.5 pounds or whatever the fuck they wanted to have it at. So, 
I guess this was like the WBC saying, hey, we'll let you keep your title, Canelo, if you fight for this one. The, wow. the, this monstrosity. I guess it's a single the mile, but has literally every freaking country on the damn belt. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, the... Mexico, the, but, you know. Yeah, but you got the U.S. flag, like, at the top. Then you got, like, Japan. <laughs> they have the Imperial Japan, like, Japanese flag on here, some, like, right yeah. here. This, The only thing Cinco de Mayo about this is literally the five de Mayo, and then everything else is just... And the little rainbow-colored Mexico. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, so yeah, WBC, shouts to you for finding a way to, um, I don't know, leech off a big fight. Yeah, that that had nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a good design. That, I mean, yeah. they don't care. No one cares. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I was saying this on Twitter. I can't wait till they come back with um, with sponsor belts, where like, like beer companies just want to freaking have a uh, just advertise their shit, so they just have a world title fight, and they call it like the. Anaheim Bush's world heavyweight champion. <laughs> oh man, don't let the UFC get a hold of that idea. We have Dude. Reebok belts. They picked the Kate World Heavyweight Championship, bro. <laughs> oh oh lord, it's gonna be amazing. Oh boy, everybody needs to be what a is... world champion. Yeah, everybody needs to feel special. But uh. So the next cards that are coming up, uh, MMA at least, and the major orgs, uh, we'll definitely have a little break. Not that we won't be doing shows, but uh, you got uh, Miochik and Dos Santos 2 on the 13th, which I'm really looking forward to. That's their best card Not just, so far. Yeah, man. This card is insane. Like, I'm definitely going to... Shout out to my friend Jay. Uh, I know he, he listens sometimes. Jay, if you're listening, you're having a fight party for this card. <laughs> if you do not have the money, I will give you the money. I will pay the full 59 whatever, <laughs> how much ever this pay-per-view costs, I will give you the money, gladly. Because this card, just from top to bottom, is just, it's everything. It's it's David Branch is on this card, man. Yeah, the superstar. Yeah, man, the, the guy we've Friend been waiting for. Rate, bro. Right, <laughs> man. He was Connor before Connor was Connor. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Connor wishes he was Dave Branch. Yeah, man. This 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 card is just yeah, man. If 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 you miss this card, you you are your life is your priorities are not in order the way they should be. There's no excuse. I don't care if you got to work, call out, switch your shift, do do something else. You got that coming up. Uh, you got Daly and uh, Roy McDonald, who de- uh, who debuts in Bellator. That's on the 19th. And what else? Uh, I thought there was one more. And that, actually, that card has some pretty interesting fights. You got Michael Page finally fighting a pretty credible opponent in Derek Anderson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fernando Gonzalez, solid dude, bro. Solid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for- I forgot. I, forgot I mean, it was a fight. boring fight, but solid dude. Yeah, forgot about that. Um, but that that's coming up, and well, we already mentioned Joshua and Klitschko. Well, you also got Canelo and uh, Chavez Jr. May the sixth. I don't think World Series of Fighting has anything coming up. I mean, they ha- they're they're doing that weird league thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on Facebook and it weirded me out because at first I had no idea what it was. It's millionaires not really caring what they're investing in. That's what that is. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. One championship just had a card actually. Yeah, the, yeah. They're Ev uh, uh, Ting versus Edward Foyle, uh, Foye Young, who was coming off. Of, I can't pronounce his name right. Who was coming off a win over Shinya Aoki, where he knocked them the crap fuck out. So, but um, there is one other card this weekend. Well, there's two things. Um, the U uh, the um USA Wrestling's having the U.S. Opens for um that I don't know if this is going to represent them in the international. That's all this card today actually. It runs up to Saturday or Sunday or whatever. And um, Glory Forty. Is Rico, Rico on that card? Uh, he's on the one after it. This one is the rematch between Simon Marcus and uh, Jason Willness. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that should be a pretty pretty fun fight. Yep. I don't even know if I watched that first one. I think that was the third one. I can't even remember. Freaking, if you're a top fight kickboxer, you get to fight each other like a hundred times. And nobody cares. <laughs> but... Nonetheless, Glory Glory normally puts on some pretty pretty dope cards. And I'll always advocate for kickboxing that just needs more eyes on it in general. Oh, then like Lion fights on Friday too. I, I don't know who's fighting, but they're having a card. So if you have yeah, active TV. Yeah. You know, tune in. So we'll um I know there's a gap between now and a lot of fights, but I'm pretty sure we'll come up with some uh some some things to talk about. There's never a shortage of nonsense or drama going on in the MMA world. So yeah. I've also thought of maybe us doing a, like a Mount Rushmore episode. Maybe. Yeah. Oh God, my Mount Rushmore would be so much different from everybody else's. <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it. <laughs> I, I've 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 been holding that idea in the chamber for a while because I I had that like debate a couple. Probably like a month or two ago, uh, with some people. So uh, I've kept that idea in the chamber. I think that would be a fun idea, and I'm pretty sure between now and then, like I said, there'll 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 be some stuff happening. They'll probably announce more fights, and you know, thing things will happen. The, the fight world is a constantly moving. Yeah, the UFC evolving... not until like three weeks go by with like no news. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, there's gonna be something to talk about. So. We will. Uh, we even get. We even talk about Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown getting married, bro. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's... And how that impacts her fighting career. Right. <laughs> yeah. And probably. Oh boy, that's. That literally is another podcast for another day. Yeah, that that that's could a be a whole type of podcast. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation in itself. That's. Oh, Rhonda, 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 Rhonda. But live your life, Rhonda. Don't, don't, hey. don't let Serial Sensei get you down. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? You got you go money have anyway. Travis Brown's babies, right? <laughs> go, 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 do what you need to do, man. Go, go, be happy. Just you know, if if in between now and the marriage, if maybe y'all could talk about your coach, just throwing it out there. Maybe maybe throw that on the table, you know, 
but hey man well, Eric's not even we'll there see. anymore so <laughs> good good that's a step in the right direction um but yeah I guess uh that's a show coming up on an hour 30 minutes I still need to go eat so <laughs> I think my dog uh, probably just shat in the kitchen so I'm probably gonna have to deal with that oh lord alright <laughs> as always if uh, oh god, I messed up. I messed up the slogan. The, the, the slogan is. <laughs> yeah, if I, I don't know what the slogan is. What's the slogan? If there, if if there are people being punched in the face, we will be there to talk about it. Something like that. Close enough. And make fun of the people getting knocked out. Right. Because that's the type of people we are. Hey man, somebody's got to do it. Exactly. If it wasn't us. It... It, Really, it, you know. I mean, it Ra- rather it be us than it'd be people in the comment section, just you know. Yeah, and you know, uh, at least we're analyzing your knockout. Is that what this is? <laughs> Are we just the comment section coming to life? <laughs> no, no, we're, we're a step above that. We're we're the comment section with moderators? more intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we're like the forum moderators. We we have small droplets and hints of responsibility, and, and we neglect them all. Yeah, but we try. We, we we try, but we'll we'll be back soon. And for anybody who listens to my music reviews, uh, I'm I'm gonna try to do my Kendrick Lamar review this week. Damn, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. So right, <laughs> damn, that's dropping. That's that's coming this week. So so be ready. Ho- hopefully, I'm I'm aiming for Thursday to to have that done. So yeah, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us out on YouTube. And SoundCloud, I'm going to challenge myself that by the next time I drop a podcast, I will have a Twitter. Um, so hold me to that. I, 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 need to, I need to do that. I've been meaning to. I just keep holding it off. So, And you can yell at me on there and all that fun stuff. But thank you guys for listening. And until uh, next time, we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Yeah,